0: As we go through the awakening experience, we may find some judgments in ourselves, perhaps judging the experience of, of what's gone in gone on through us as, as something that's weird, or perhaps we get judgments from the external world saying you're weird, this isn't normal. And I totally get that. So in honour of that, because I know this judgment in me, I've created, decided to create a podcast. This podcast is going to be called and is called making awakening normal it is aimed because i know this darkness in myself at the judgments and the stigma around the awakening process because as we know from the 3d mindset so to speak the awakening process as we're stepping into our real sanity from the old mindset can look insane from that perspective although we know deep down we're the ones stepping into our true sanity seeing life with clarity the way that it truly is and that the rest of the world that 3d mindset that we're leaving behind is the nut house that we're waking up out of now along my journey i have been waiting not really waiting but searching for 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 the right person to begin this podcast with and I found her. <laughs> this podcast will be done over many, many episodes, hopefully one a week if I can get the right people in, the, intre- the 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 people that interest me deeply. But today for the first podcast, for the inaugural edition of the podcast of Making Awakening Normal, I would like to um, make you aware of a lady called Michelle Duquet. Excuse me, I have something on my tongue. She's awesome. She is a a light worker like myself, she is an energy reader which is something that fascinates me and if you're interested we go a little bit deeper into what that is and how that works in, in, in the video to follow. She's a lovely warm hearted lady and her channel links will be down below and also the links down below to her blog so you can go and check her out should you wish. Without further ado let's kick on with the podcast. This podcast, Chris, quickly before we do that, will be available for you, um, hopefully on iTunes, and it will also be available on Spotify and other large things that do podcasts. I'm no good with technology, but I'll work out how to do it. I'll make sure it's available. But first of all, it will be available on YouTube. So here it is. Right, we're recording. So, welcome, Michelle Duquet, to the first awakening uh, podcast that I'm going to make. I'm feeling into an idea um, that is a, a podcast based around making awakening normal. For me, as I went through my awakening process, it wasn't a normal thing. You know, people were judging from the outside. I was very much self critical. And I feel, I'm sure you'll agree, Michelle, that as a light worker, there's not necessarily a responsibility, but an opportunity for us to shine the light on the dark areas that we, you know, go through so that we can help others make it a little bit easier for them. So welcome, Michelle. I'm going to leave a link to your channel down below. We've had a little conversation before, haven't we? But uh,
1: Yeah, we okay. did, but we we're trying to, okay, let's not talk about that. Let's leave it for the video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited about this I I have to say thank you so much for asking me to do that you're welcome
0: you're welcome we might as well just jump straight in at the deep end with it because let's do it the the reason I wanted to specifically this I've had this idea of doing this for a while and uh, I've not found the right person the right person hasn't popped up for me just for me and this is what we were talking about a little bit earlier yeah you have a lovely energy I've seen some of your videos on the energy readings and it's these energy reading things that really spike my interest because I'm so interested and we have a few things that I'd love to get through I mean there's no structure it's just an open conversation yeah but we might as well start with a banger you know what was it for you that got you into this energy reading because it's feels to me like you're reading into an impersonal sourceful energy, um, and relating that in a really empowering way, um, for people. So, so, so talk me through your process with that, how it works, what it's about, because I, I I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah. Um, so this is something that I, I I did my whole life. So um, what happened was when I was a lot younger, um, my awakening happened at eight years old. So I I carried a a secret sense of deep responsibility towards everyone I came in contact with. Um, I saw everything about them and I felt like I had to protect them. Because if they knew what I knew, it would destroy them.
0: Okay, what do you mean by that? That's interesting.
1: So they were not ready to have their ego um, shaken up.
0: Okay, fair enough. I understand that. Yeah.
1: They were not ready to see themselves as they truly are. Um, and what I mean by as they truly are is I would see their, their pain, their deepest pain. I would see their, their deepest vulnerabilities, their, um, so if I think back, so I'd come into contact with someone and I would see everything that they were desperately trying to hide. And I wanted to make sure that they knew that it was hidden. Yeah, yeah. I was not picking up on it.
0: I fully, <laughs> fully understand that. Yeah.
1: Um, and this, I'm talking about. You know, I'm a, I'm a child. I'm yeah.
0: You went yeah. through it at a very, very young age, like eight. Is young. It's young. That's like by a
1: design by design for two years. Absolutely part of the big plan, and I I understand the big picture now. Um, so yeah. So then I my teenage years uh, and my twenties and and into my early thirties was spent desperately trying to put a cap on it all and mm. just not be me.
0: Yes. 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 Yeah.
1: Desperate. Um,
0: this is perfect for this podcast. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that and getting vulnerable with that. Cause that, that, that is a feeling that a lot of us get. And that's why that's the, that's the link behind making this podcast is that we desperately try and put a cap on this this version of ourselves, it doesn't seem to be accepted. And then I think we're going to talk a little bit about embodying, but later, but yeah, but
1: Uh, sorry. Well, with the things I went, because my uh, awakening was um, first, the first experience I was eight years old was, was just absolutely terrorizing. I experienced, oh, 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 it was horrific. Okay. Uh, I would, not hope this on anyone and i i don't understand how i survived and i remember coming waking out of it because i was i left my body and and it's a <laughs> it's a big experience but when i snapped back into my body i i thought i should have died and i didn't there's a reason why i didn't die so um that experience was so traumatic horrific um the pa- the full light of source and infinity yeah. is so unfathomable to a human being right. From that that, perspective, yeah. that I should have gone insane and I didn't and I realized at that moment there's a reason why and I'm gonna find that out but what I did was desperately try to not ever think about it again <laughs> because (laughs) it's sorry (laughs) wow
0: okay okay no carry on because the traumatic experience of awakening seems so um honestly to me it doesn't compute doesn't relate yeah it was was i
1: purposely experienced the 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 absolute opposite of love it was horrific destructive evil um evil is the only word i can come up with that comes close to describing the impact it had. And the reason, and I know there's a reason why, of all the research I did and of all the people I spoke to, all the books I read, that experience is nowhere to be seen and I couldn't find it anywhere. And it's, it's because I could understand the power of source better than the extreme love side, love of source. And that's what most people feel in their awakening, I think, from what I've understood, is the, the bliss, the incredible, right. overpowering bliss. And
0: then the um, darkness that follows. But oh, the darkness that was, sorry, I just got an email.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, let me, I should turn off my emails.
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to do that right now. Quick pause. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I just got a huge bling in my ear. Let me just move yeah. that off. There we go.
1: And then, yeah. So. <clears throat> the impact of that was um it had to be i had to experience um the stuffing down of it through every kind of addiction so i i became a very heavy addict of many things
0: now i have deep compassion for you here because that was my journey too oh wow yeah yeah so that's wow. what i mean after the bliss Uh, happens the darkness follows for me that was my experience of the journey and then the clearing and the purifying of that darkness that dark gremlin energy of course bad words but like you know it just felt like a gremlin inside of me this constant need to fuel and 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 fuel this this darkness inside and repress repress who I really was for fear of judgment perfect this is perfect for this first for this first podcast episode
1: yeah, so for me, it wasn't any fear of judgment. Oh, okay. it, was, it was I don't want to see this. I don't want to feel this. I don't want to be this. I don't want to know what I know. This knowingness. I was desperately trying to not know it.
0: So, what was that darkness? What? What? What was it? Why was it so dark? Like that? That you didn't. You had to repress it. You had this feeling inside to repress it. Or is it something not to be shared on this podcast, and we should share it another time, maybe?
1: well it was so it was experience of of source um infinite light mm-hmm. but where infinity doesn't exist anymore i was that i was source it, everything and nothing at once and this Feeling of everything and nothing at once and infinity was not a loving feeling at all. It was something very terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Um, and so <laughs> When I understand and hear people have experience of this light as pure love, and the love becomes overwhelming, I've experienced that as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it helps me understand our our uh, collective uh, work at bringing everything, the whole universe, into that love vibration, because it can just as well go the other Another way. way. See this, I hear this a lot. God is love. And yes, God is love. Source is love. Yes, source is love. But source is actually neither love, nor terror. It is just infinitely powerful. Mm. And it can be this experience of love but it needs our involvement and our intention.
0: Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up, actually, because I'm just feeling into this myself. But that we see that in ourselves. We see ourselves, well, f- f- for me, as I was going through my awakening journey, we we slowly realize that we ourselves are on unlimited potential, this unlimited power that you're speaking about here, I feel. and we are an unlimited potential but what potential are you going to create for yourself and you're right intention is so key with that how are you and this is why this podcast is kind of happening because i have a lot of intention of judgment of judging the experience uh, that i've had as, as not normal as as crazy or and i get that from the external world too so it's about for me because i feel that that intention is changing somewhat in me to try and help bring that intention of judgment into focus here so that we can show each other that that firstly this judgment isn't serving us and secondly that that as an intention itself can create horror for us much like the experience I'm sure you went through
1: so yes now what I bring to the table is such years and years and years of embodiment that I'm I'm deeply comfortable with mm-hmm. Everything I'm I i do I've I never judged myself. Actually. I never thought of myself as weird. I wanted the world to wake up and see uh, what, what part of my experiences for those two years of astral projection was the energetic beings were, te- were teaching me the um, uh, The many layers of our three-dimensional world and the many veils Okay and so I was, all the veils were lifted completely. I never had those same three-dimensional boundaries as everybody else did. So I always wanted everyone to wake up. Um, and I know, it was never called weird. What I would get is, oh, Michelle, you're too deep.
0: <laughs> I get that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so deep. But my sense was, um, after what I had gone through, was in my mind at first, internally, I would say, oh, well, Maybe they think I'm too deep, deep, but actually they're too shallow.
0: Yeah, you I know? understand that fully. Living
1: on the top of the iceberg, and I'm like seeing the full thing. Spectrum, yeah, and, and living in that full thing. So, yeah. Sorry, I just dropped my coffee. <laughs> I got excited, and my coffee just spilled. <laughs> oh my god! Um,
0: Do you need a moment? We can pause. We can pause it if yeah. you need to clean it up.
1: I just need to sponge it up so it doesn't... Sure, uh, yeah, you
0: do that. We don't want you to damage your carpet. You go, okay, go, go, go.
1: oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, hang on, I'll be right back. Okay. You good? Back, it's all good.
0: <laughs> back from a little recess break.
1: Yeah, so the uh, I was saying how I, I, f- I felt they were too shallow. So my experience is very different. Um, because I had these energetic entities teaching me for two years... Uh, uh, as I astrally projected and, and entered these many multidimensional levels. um, I felt that I had insight that others just didn't have. So it wasn't about me being weird. I understood that it was something they just couldn't see. Mm -hmm. So I developed this um, love and patience, uh, for the blindness, um, for the human condition—compassion, um, isn't it? Really, really compassion. And then, it's at fourteen I started. Uh, I wanted to be an actress, so I got into film and television, and then I could really put all of that into my characters and really um, further develop my empathic—you know, my empathy. Mm -hmm. for for human beings and for souls and and all of their frailty. I loved, you know, the character arc and I loved diving deeply into each human being's flaws and, and, you know, uh, courage. And uh, so it did fuel me, but I never felt that I was the one that's, that was weird. Um, what it felt was though deeply isolated
0: yeah, because you mentioned before that you didn't have access to the internet. I mean, people waking up now, and there's so many people beginning to wake up now. Yeah. People now we have the internet. Yes, yeah. okay, that comes with its own damaging uh, issues in the sense that a lot of the information out there is not great. <laughs> but yeah. you know, we have something now that that can connect us to other people, whereas you must not have had that. No,
1: no, no, no one. Um... So I do remember asking my mom uh, at some point to speak to someone. Can we find someone? I was like 9. <laughs> and and she said, "No, there's nothing wrong with you. You have a gift." Mm. So thank goodness she said that cuz cuz I thought, "Okay, so you know, I'm going to talk to my 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 energetic entities then i'm going to ha- ask them for help because they understand it better than you know any human being could at, at this point i didn't yeah no there was no no internet um no books even and and really no no one in my realm i was in montreal and in, in quebec and i no one <laughs> around me
0: i can't fathom that idea because my teacher um said that too. He said he was going through, especially going through the dark night of the soul. I don't know if you've been through a dark night of the soul experience yourself, Mm -hmm. especially going through the dark night of the soul, how much of an isolating place that must have been to have no internet, to have nobody to talk to. Yes, by design, I'm sure you'll say, and I believe you, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it must have been a tough experience. A really, that takes a, a strength, a real strength, a strength that perhaps I don't know whether there's a human quality or a, mm-hmm. you know, a divine quality because in in the face of that, that must have been like like rock bottom. Yeah, Dark yeah. Knight yeah. of the Soul is the rock bottom, but that yeah. must have been. But I suppose you didn't have any other options, did you? You didn't. You didn't know yeah. of the internet, so it perhaps I don't know. I was
1: also blessed with a a very difficult uh, childhood and a very difficult, uh, cruel father. So he was my biggest teacher in mm. that. I never grew up thinking that, that, uh, the world was a lovely place. Yeah. Um, I grew up kind of expecting people to be cruel and manipulative and and crushing. Yeah. And so it, it also gave me the resolve to, um, to not be that. So constantly I was working at not being, uh, manipulative, not being cruel, not being, you know, to counterbalance that that effect and the same with this awakening experience uh i felt a tremendous gift while it was horrific i it was an awakening i knew it was a a switch and i also felt that you were talking about it takes a certain amount of um courage to, to do it in isolation. Um, there was a an enormous amount of information that came with that. In that moment, even back then, uh, eight years old, I sensed that my DNA had changed in, in one lightning bolt. And, and I had shifted. Um, I was also, if I go back to when I was just two or three years old, I remember looking at the children around me feeling confused at their childishness. <laughs> i like, resonate with that as well you know yeah, yeah. like why are we being so childish and, and, and dramatic and like and then i would i would um at the time we would go to catholic church and i don't do that anymore but um i would hear this saying love every uh, love each other like you would be loved like yeah true.
0: love yeah yeah
1: Treat others like you would like to be treated and I I love my neighbor in that. Yes, yes. And I remember, you know, quoting that to my my little four-year-old friends going, you know, treat each other the way (laughs) you want to be treated. And I I thought that made a lot of sense.
0: (laughs) See, here's my question though. Did that not then make you stand out as the strange one? Because my experience of that was that it did.
1: Oh, right. No, it didn't. It didn't. Um, I, you know, you you have sometimes you have these gifts. Um, I don't know why at the time. Uh, I used to model, and I was a model, and I was quite very very successful on magazine covers. And I was, I felt blessed that uh, women weren't envious of me or jealous of me, and I felt that was just a gift that 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 heaven gave me somehow a protective
0: thing yeah interesting that you say that actually because there is this sense isn't there of protection from look I can't put words on it because I can't describe it but there are some times that we are just totally protected by certain things by certain things for me it's violence I like especially a a man you know I used to find um, a lot of Other men getting very angry very aggressive towards me and I don't know if you've done any yoga or gone into the philosophy of that there's a principle called ahimsa which just means non-violence non-violence to others non-violence to yourself and if you practice that there's something we call in yoga which is a a, it's called a siddhi which just means a superpower and it's what you get back you get back this protection if you practice non-violence in yourself you get Mm -hmm. back this protection of non-violence from other being should we speak should we say it's the strangest thing isn't it when that protection comes in as well in the sometimes the strangest moments sometimes <coughs> yeah. almost just exactly bam when you need it
1: yeah and there it is
0: just to whew, divert somebody else's attention to a in a different direction speaking from my experience you know in in bars and that yeah, yeah so
1: i think that the the correlation here when i was a young child is that i had this gift of people being attracted to me and wanting to be my friend and okay. like liking me that for some reason this this aura of people liking me so i was never branded as weirder and also i uh, um we're all gifted with certain personalities mm-hmm. and from the get-go, I had a happy, joyful personality. I was born joyful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like this heart swirl of of joy. And that's that's my natural state. I do feel joyful naturally. Mm -hmm. That I've always known as a gift, an absolute gift. There's this kind of buzz in my heart like oh life was good I'm here <laughs> kind of excited to be here every day I'm like oh my god I'm on earth Ooh.
0: <laughs> I do resonate with that yeah fantastic
1: yeah. Yeah. and then so so the the personality that I that I was born with helped with me not being judged as weird they would judge me for eating weird foods when I started way back in my teens, you know, vegetarianism and, and, uh, or organic foods. And like, really that was just so weird. People would come into my house, look into my closet to see the weird foods I was eating. Like, this is so funny. The cupboards are like, what are you eating? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. How can you eat that? Well, that, yes, I was taught. Oh yeah. People thought I was weird with food. Yeah. Um and then, but to go back to the repression of it all and the isolation of it all um and the uh addictive side of all of this, this desperate need to escape what I knew um was also part of the you know dark night of the soul. it was very long, very long long uh decade long really, uh, very long, yeah, um. But it never involved necessarily uh, depression. Just um, a need to just not be who I am. And a repression of that. And that was, you know, without the internet, without any of that. And I think the internet didn't arrive until... My God, I think I maybe in my 20s. So it's a long time. <laughs> <Bless you. laughs> a long time.
0: <laughs> what is this then? What is this repression thing inside of you? What, what, where was that coming from? What, what was this urge to repress who you really are in you?
1: So, you know, I guess it was because I needed to survive in this three dimensional world. Um, it was a desperate attempt to survive in the three-dimensional world and, and fulfill my, my mission. I do feel when my first awakening happened, I realized I had a soul mission I had to fulfill. Yeah. And part of it was um, to not desperately all the time want to go home. I was very homesick all the time.
0: Wow. Now, see, we can hit home one of two ways, can't we? What do you mean by home?
1: I mean, um, a world where light beings interact. Okay. So it could be... Um, well, I, when I saw the movie Cocoon...
0: I've not uh, seen that.
1: It's a beautiful film. And I came home after seeing it and I was uh, very, very sad and and, and lonely and, and really homesick uh, after for days after seeing that movie. And that was the first time I understood, okay, so maybe... Maybe I am coming from a a place that is just more high vibrational than this planet, higher dimensional than this planet um, and i I never really went deeply into what that might be if it's you know an a star system, a planet system. I always view things energetically it's just energetically things felt more like that movie <laughs> than. The planet earth and um so when i say this desperate need to go home was this desperate need to escape this horrible yeah place.
0: i was about to say that yeah yeah i understand that and i think that's probably what, what we're going to come on and speak to about in a minute isn't it and it's about um really f- for me as i resonate exactly with what you're saying um this place <laughs> can yeah. tend to be well, it's a nut house. We're the. same. Yeah. It's a nut house.
1: Yeah.
0: And coming into your true sanity looks from that perspective of the nut house as insanity.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's
0: absolutely nuts because then you take a look back and you think, "Hang on, we're becoming more sane." And by the podcast is happening through through me is it's that judgment of this awakening process looks insane. It looks weird. It looks strange to the three-dimensional mind that's that's seeing from the outside in if that makes sense
1: totally totally
0: and it's sad you know because the 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 people that are here to come in and really embody this light into the world and begin to change the world through that light are the ones that are the most usually disempowered meek Mm. and that's sad because this is what this is podcast about it's about empowering that that light if we can because the judgment is so dark and it's so real and it's so it makes you want to leave <laughs> like exactly. like you were saying it, it makes it makes you want to leave sometimes
1: yeah so the embodiment process for me took um, four decades probably long 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 time and I didn't realize what I was Preparing myself for in the embodiment of everything that I had learned and what that what what does it mean? What is embodiment? You know, um, it's bringing all of these Knowledge at the higher level into our human existence in Here and now. Yeah, Yeah. and so part of what I was doing in those four decades was uh, studying how to Communicate in a way that does not alienate
0: understand i understand i understand did you yeah. ever find then did you ever find that people found you to be patronizing when you were beginning to explain or, or is that one not the area no. you're going into
1: like okay. i would catch my catch myself so okay. mindfully um so i i remember way back in my 20s i had a boyfriend and at one point he said something and i rolled my eyes yeah. and I said oh god you just don't get it and then <laughs> oh my god that's it that's what i cannot do that is not who i want to be and he laughed he like he goes i know i don't get it (laughs) but um i caught myself being mindful that no 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 that i cannot talk like that yes that is patronizing that is condescending. and i'm like no i'm i want to create an atmosphere of invitation and you know it was like a a way of working both on communicating but also on developing my own electromagnetic field so that just being around me people vibrate at a level where they they get they start getting things they understand and while they're around me they're like oh this Mm. is possible
0: (laughs) see that's mad that you bring that up because i i i get that a lot in my life I didn't know that consciously I was doing that that that's what I was doing but you do begin to notice don't you That when when people come into your vicinity I always get comments when I'm driving my car with people in it it was just like I just feel so calm and I'm like okay that's interesting and Mm then usually like Mm -hmm. I just feel so calm it feels like you don't need anything from me and I'm like you're bloody right I don't
1: (laughs) that's great yeah
0: it's just so interesting i didn't consciously know that that's what i was doing you know creating a nice vibratory state for people to sit in and almost be blessed in you know if that makes sense i don't want that to sound arrogant but it's like you know we're creating through this journey a sacred space inside of ourselves And I would say creating. Some people say, oh, you're not creating it because it's oh, already yeah. there. But you are, you're cultivating. You're yeah. cultivating and it takes graft and it's hard. It's a I lot have to it.
1: work at it every yes. single day, every Absolutely. moment, every present moment in my yes. mindfulness, I have to work. And I fully accept that I'm a really flawed human being.
0: <laughs> Me too, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. They're We're all okay. just learning on the job. <laughs>
1: you know, just, the, the, the last... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did a video, you know, called this again, and it was right, okay. One of my reactions was, you know, I was like, ah, and I threw something, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, I can't believe this again. And it's like, yes, this again, of course. Yeah. And I and I and I do like the the. It's a constant work, but also these readings that you were talking about before, the energy readings. I really like that it's not me uh, doing it it's That's just why I said
0: impersonal at the start
1: yeah yeah it's me getting out of the way and just okay I'm getting this and then I'm fully aware that I'm a really flawed human being I've got um, a lot of programming like everybody else that I don't I don't expect to be rid of my programming it's it's my programming um so and that's okay. I'll just keep working at it for the rest of my, my life and uh, in a present moment to moment way. But the, the idea of others feeling a sense of healing, just being around me is something that it could, if I don't work at it, if I don't meditate, if I don't, practice really strong mindfulness it could go away like that
0: yes and it does tend to and we can yes. turn into um negative energy hubs very, yes. very quickly
1: yes yes yeah, i know
0: that in my life too that's that's you, great to highlight it because it's it is a moment-to-moment thing dependent yeah. on your actions yeah and your karma, meaning your actions, like mm-hmm. you, know, you are creating either a sacred space or a negative space, okay. and people will feed off that. I suppose that's how the law of attraction really works.
1: You yeah, know? That's a good point. Yeah. And just the other day, uh, my neighbor. Came up to me. We'd had a conversation two days earlier, and then uh I was walking my dog, and on the sidewalk she crossed me. She was oh, Michelle. Michelle, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, the other day in our conversation that I got a healing from you the whole day, the what rest of the day. um She goes, I felt so amazing, and I yeah, felt I'm uplifted, it. and all of that. And I was thinking, I didn't do that, <laughs> 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 and you know, I didn't. I didn't do that, mm-hmm. but. The, the work that I do to, to vibrate and to be in touch with that vibration she connected to that.
0: It's a being, isn't it? More than a doing. I don't know. I just know from my life. And even if your being is that powerful, Michelle, that you can then affect somebody yeah. without you consciously doing the work, you know, without you consciously affecting them. That's awesome and testament to your great character and your great nature. I this feels feel like a bit. good conversation. Sorry, go on.
1: I took a risk with her. Um, I saw her in the backyard and I said, I have to tell you that I absolutely love your, your garden and your backyard. Do- Yard and if you don't mind me saying so I sense a, a very strong fairy energy in your garden. <laughs> and and the fairies are just so happy here. And then she goes, she she just like just calmed right down. She goes, Oh my God, I've worked so hard in that garden to to have that kind of positive energy and and i think that's what started it off i took a risk by saying that
0: yeah you did because it could be heard one of two ways can't it? it can be heard from the 3d mind of as in like a judgmental way fairies what are you talking about they don't exist
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i said fairy energy about. yeah fairy realm but again i am coming from a place where i'm not judging myself and i'm very 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 comfortable
0: with it's, all of this, it's feeling based as well, isn't it? This yeah. stuff, feeling into the energy, it's totally feeling based. So, if a word comes out like this fairy energy, you know, it's coming from a feeling. It's not necessarily yeah. that fairies are seen, although they may well be perceived that way by some people. I don't know. I certainly don't see it that way, but it is a feeling. It's like, ah, oh, you've consecrated this space in a certain way, you know, yeah. through hard work.
1: Yeah, through hard work. And by people realizing or finding out about my, channel and watching some of the videos and those who knew me 20 years ago 30 years ago uh, my lifelong friends even you know my ex-husband to them this makes the most sense ever they're like yeah this makes complete sense you this is who you are that's I've never planet. hidden who I was. So I always, you know, shared these experiences. Uh the first time I shared it, I was 13 with my lifelong best friend. She's still my best friend. Um and it was a uh, a real a real thing to share my awakening, you know, with her. She and she is very enlightened and uh, received it beautifully. So uh, all along the way I did share these experiences. Um but I never took it to the level that it is now, public.
0: Well, it seems like the theme of the the, the the call kind of might be embodiment in that sense then, because it's like it's only when you really fully embody the experiences and own them truly and totally can we then begin sharing, at least from my experience, in a way that is coherent to others. Yeah, yeah. In a way that makes sense for them to the best that we can, you know, we can't control it. We can't, we, you know, because I've had issues in the past of this controlling one, trying to control people's perceptions and, 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 and oh, yeah. let them know that I'm, you know, I'm not crazy. And like, but you can't, you just have to embody the experience and speak about the experience and let it be, you know, yeah. if they think you're crazy, you're crazy. You can't control that. And that's a big thing that I'm actually working with a lot of clients with that as well at the moment. And it's fun, it's good work, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's a good workout. <laughs> it's a spiritual workout. Um, well, I just had a, a thought about about that. Oh, it just left me something about...
0: It'll come back.
1: It'll come back, yeah. Trust it, it'll come back. Yeah. If it's meant to be, it'll come back. No. No. <laughs> what were you saying? You were talking about... <laughs>
0: I was just speaking about embodying the experience and then speaking in a way, as to not oh. try and control other people. You're welcome. Yeah, it's just what Thank I do. You. Thank <laughs> you.
1: Um, yes. So, so in and part of this uh, massive experience of infinite energy, what happened was I I'm able to tap into all of the different realms and, and energetic fields, and I'm able to. There's a each human and each soul has their own kind of um stamp
0: okay yeah, yeah. like a fingerprint
1: yes and that is what i tap into if i'm trying to communicate with someone and i am able to find a way to communicate with yeah. them
0: yeah yeah terms. yeah 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 i understand that i understand it so it is feeling based then i I'm, i suppose you've come full yeah. circle on the question what what's the energy readings how does that come about is it so it is feeling based it's feeling into the other person is it
1: yes feeling yes. into
0: the energetic that's empathic isn't it this is this is telepathy at its best it's it's
1: yeah I was trying to I, I because I, I all these came from the energetic beings I didn't study much I don't search the internet there's a lot of stuff that people oh, yeah. talk about that I, I don't I, I I had to search what an orb is because my last videos had these lights. I didn't know. So anyway, but... Um, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> what is an orb? Just because I'm interested. Oh, you mean like like spirit orbs?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like little light, bee light that, you know, right. uh, uh, leaves the, the body. And um, so anyway, yeah. So I was looking at... Um, people were trying to um, label what I do or put a name oh, and yeah, a, yeah. a, a wave. And I realized I am, I do tap into everything. So I hear thoughts. I have super strong visions. Yep. I, it, my heart is wide open. So my heart chakra opens. I tap into the love energy realm. Um, I also am, um, so I feel heat uh it's like is in every in, hands? in my hands and in my heart my heart chakra starts to get very very hot okay okay and then um uh i i get this um light that goes through my body and sends you know those shivers all the way up and down there's many different ways so there's not just one way all the senses are activated mm-hmm. and there is also the third eye that just kind of is wide open. This sixth sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just one thing. It is feeling, but it's in every sense.
0: Mm. That's supremely interesting to me. The work I do, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm a fledgling, uh, you know, in, in, this, in this journey. I've been on it for what, five years, maybe six at a push. And all of my work, You know, we come in with different abilities, don't we? I'm sure you resonate with that. Each of us, as we go through our awakening process, we begin to notice these intuitive uh, abilities. I'm working with a few people at the moment who have really cool abilities in their hands to heal people. They get a, a hot feeling in their hands and then they can heal people that way. I'm getting a lot of people as well. Same as me, that come in with this intuition, this inner knowing, you know. This, but that's feeling for me. So I'm I'm supremely interested in how other people's gifts, gifts, and um, express themselves. Did you ever find that 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 those gifts uh, started one way? This is just my ego asking you this now. <laughs> started in one way, in a feeling way, perhaps, and then developed over time, or or how did it work in you, or was it just slap bang? hello here I am rainbow magic hands how did it work in you
1: so it's it could be over time I do bioenergy therapy uh, healing which is um, it's a form of it's an energy healing you do with the hands and um, one day it was about 10 years ago 15 years ago I came out of a meditation and I heard a, a voice that said look at your hands Like okay so I looked at my hands and I was like oh my god I could see all of the light okay ending yeah all of a sudden uh from one minute to the next I was able to see energy I before that no so I could not I meditated after the meditation I was able to see auras and energy and like i was walking around like oh, wow this is amazing but i i spoke about it immediately i didn't hide it i just went wow i and i was trying to teach others how to how to see it too so and and they're like mm, 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 no, I, <laughs> no i'm not seeing it <laughs> yeah, the typical
0: skeptical response <laughs>
1: yeah and I'm like oh but I do but then immediately it went into well what color's my aura <laughs> yeah
0: okay so <laughs> I was going to ask that is it an aura based thing because this is something that I'm working with uh, I'm working opening up to the idea of, of hang on can
1: we just pause one second my sure. dog is asking for my attention <laughs> uh. yeah she was she was uh growling for my attention I guess, yeah. So it's almost her lunchtime, so she starts.
0: For everyone on, on, on who's listening on audio, you're missing a magnificent dog on Michelle's lap.
1: Oh, what is it? Like, a, awesome. what is it? A poodle? What is it? She's a cockapoo. Cocker poodle mix. Oh, she's cute. And she was the runt. Okay. You look, show your face. She just, she just wants to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and make your chin. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, yeah, she was the runt, so she's uh, extra small they're smaller Uh. than they usually are okay lie down and um she's also she's 12 and a half she's gone she's almost deaf completely deaf Mm. so i i always pay extra attention you know to her when she's trying to communicate just to make sure she's okay
0: that's incredible really isn't it animals as well they're incredibly psychic especially dogs they always can pick up on your mood can't they
1: they're sponges mm-hmm. they're sponges i i believe they're healers
0: mm, i've oh. noticed that with my dog she's getting old now bless her gonna be oh. a sad time she didn't have long left i, I can feel it but um How yeah. she? she's 14 um, so. yeah but you yeah. know then their little legs go don't they when they get a bit old and we start pootering along a little bit slower and it's just yeah. sad and, but, yeah. yeah
1: Okay. there you go lie down there yeah i know she's in great health, except that she's deaf. (laughs) But she's, um, yeah, I know. It's, it's very, um, sometimes I think, oh my God, what have I signed up for? (laughs) Is this going to be just so, oh my God. (laughs) But, you know, I did sign Uh, up
0: yeah, indeed, it's, it's worth it as well, isn't it? You know, the, the, the 12, 15, 17, 20 years of joy that you get from them is, is worth the five years of heartache afterwards.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Okay, let's move on a little bit.
1: Let's feel into to see if anything else comes up. Do you know what? I don't have any other questions. So, well, I was thinking, I um, remember what, before we, we started the podcast, we were talking about um, how difficult it, difficult it is for people uh, who feel weird, who feel judged, um, who feel um, uh, alienated and isolated. Um, and, I just wanted to say, like I told you, but I just wanted to say, this really is a a huge, huge dream come true for me. This this building of a community, this um, this this way of embracing those who are going through it, and kind of to say, hold my hand here. It's gonna be okay, <laughs> you know. I I know I don't look like Mama Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I don't have that. <clears throat> outwardly look but I feel like a very strong uh, I said that in one of my videos in the past very strong maternal instinct to Mm. other lightworkers and other people awakening that you know I I can ground you I, I I have spent a lifetime grounding everything into my body and I can say it's gonna be okay just just ride the up and downs but you're going to be okay, more than okay. You're going to thrive.
0: It is a roller coaster journey, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: And it's a journey that will throw you about every which way possible, smash yeah. you in the head, knock you over. But there's a divine plan to it, is my feeling. I, yes. I mean, when we get rid of enough of ourselves inside, if this makes sense,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, all that's left is that divine plan, that, you know, that, that. Um, Yes, it's still you inside, but we're 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 going by the intuitive feelings that come through for example, we're both pretty rooted in being right now, this feeling in our body and yet intuition still comes out things still come out and it it, it is a difficult ride though we mm-hmm. do get that roller coaster element and it does feel to me deeply deeply divinely guided yeah. as soon as we surrender to it. Mm-hmm. and that's that's the difficult bit i really i deeply thank you for being here for being on the first episode of this podcast because it just feels right
1: it does i'm so grateful to you for asking i'm very honored to be here and um very blessed to have this connection through like this thing called the internet and youtube
0: i I know this is the joy of it isn't it we can connect with people on the other side of the world
1: yeah
0: you know so we're not so isolated Mm -hmm. yes by divine plan we are isolated yes this process Um, Mm -hmm. but we don't have to feel totally isolated because we have people out here who are willing to share their experiences who are willing to help you through the process to the best of their ability and um yeah, you're a shining example of that. So, of course, feel free to go and shine. Uh, shine. <laughs> go and subscribe to Michelle. Um, I'll leave her link down below. I think we're going to put part one of this on my channel, part two of this on your channel, and hopefully it will all work out perfectly. Um, and I'll upload it as well to the podcast. Um, I've got to work out how to do that, but I'll make it available on iTunes and things oh, like that.
1: Fantastic. Oh, that is great! and uh, I also have a um a blog and um so in in the description boxes of my YouTube channel, there is a connection to a page called Mimi's Energy Readings, and I've now started um making it public and available and and um with an email and all of that. And it's like, okay, I'm officially out there
0: <laughs> See, and then the mad thing is, isn't it, as soon as you put yourself out there, how much comes to you? Yes. That's what I'm finding in my experience. It's just how much comes back. The law of attraction really works in action, but you have to be ready first. You have to have got yourself, your body, into a ready state for it.
1: Yeah, and I think that our message, what really resonates in you uh, and and why I really wanted to do this this with you is that... um, our message is that it's about being in our bodies it's about a human being and a lot of people can be addicted to the bliss and the awakening phenomenon and for, yeah oh really <laughs> no,
0: no for a long long time that was me i've just i've just exhausted that process inside of me but yes that was me
1: yeah yeah that
0: was my journey there's videos on my channel about it that was my journey yeah.
1: and and often people Forget souls, forget spirits, forget that they they came here to be human. Otherwise, we could have just stayed. Absolutely. We came here to be human and experience everything about what it's like to embody all of this and bring the entire universe forward through our shifting.
0: Through our evolution. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Love it. Oh, my God. This this is amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: We'll leave that there then.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you
0: very much for watching, guys. And uh, see you later.
1: Bye.